I need adventure and sticks. I don't have money to acquire the adventure and sticks I talked about. I'll go to cool.com. I can't go to cool.com because that is something else. I'll go to kingdomofloathing.com. Hey, everybody. It's Thursday night, and it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcast. I'm your host, Jake. And I'm Riff. And I'm Hot Stuff. How's it going, guys? Okay. Are you are you a musical robot? I've got some vocal is, vocal uh, stylings. Good. They're good. I like them. Good vocal are, are you Glad you do. Have you been practicing them? Or no. Just, okay. just, just, just made them up right now. just bringing them on us now. Yeah, good, yeah. good. Improv. Yes, and. Yes, and, Hot Stuff. Uh, guys, we uh, itemed of the month. Uh-huh. We did. People, people seem to be enjoying uh, Vikea. Yes, I'm glad that there is at least one player who is actually Swedish, and will get my terrible jokes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they, uh, that player ha- has sent in some questions, which we'll oh, get good. to. Oh, uh, good. <laughs> but yeah, it, <clears throat> boy, this is, good, uh, this is good stuff. We got a lot of work done. I'm pretty sure that I'm going to be able to get December's item of the month into testing with the dev people next Monday. My plan, hmm. my plan is to spend one day a week working on KOL and get Crimbo and the yearly thing done and all of these items of the month. I don't believe one day a week. that is I feasible. I don't believe it's feasible either. But for my plan, at least for the next like three weeks, is to spend one day a week on KOL and the rest of the time on West of Loathing, which I've been doing today. I drew a map. Mm. We uh we scaled some floor. Oh, we did. We did. Yep. We figured out how to scale some floor. We learned how to climb the we floor. Climb the floor. It's great. Really, you just you, you got to learn how to climb the floor before you learn how to climb the floor standing up. That's what they say about babies. I wrote something gross about a spittoon. You did. I saw it, and it was so gross. Gross. Yep. It's not as gross as it could be. There's a lot of things that you did not have the player character do to no, that No, but I'm anticipating there will be more spittoons to come. Mm, there see. will be. Boy, oh boy. I, I didn't want to bl- have... shoot the wad right yeah. away. <laughs> so you didn't so want to blow your wad into the spittoon exactly. before, the, before forcing the player to the hot. <laughs> uh, you didn't want to force the player to blow their wad into the... Shoot their wad. Gross. Yeah, it's gross. It is gross. Spittoons, Spittoons are, are gross. gross. Just, yeah. <laughs> um, oh man, maybe your reward for going through all of them is just a constant, disgusting, dripping spittoon that you wear as a hat. <laughs> oh, yes. Just over the course of, of, of this entire quest, you just, you know, you get used to it. You discover yeah. a love in yourself for the spittoon. Mm-hmm. The yep. mighty glorious spittoon, and you don't even care what the treasure is in the last one. It's like you just want that spittoon. You just, you just want, want the spittoon that... as a hat. Yes, you just want to put that on your head and revel in that <laughs> for the rest of your life. Uh, right side up or upside down? Like oh, upside down. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm thinking yep. upside down, and then yeah. just dripping, yeah. just dripping. Because well, you, your out. head, your head keeps the. Um, are you inside the spittoon? You find a smaller spittoon that's exactly the size of your head. <laughs> Was was uh, chewing tobacco just the predominant thing back in the day? Like, was that why people had spittoons? Or yeah, I think that was, you know, 
I don't actually know. Like How did in, it work before they invented fiberglass? In Dead Man, right, that Jim Jarmusch movie, they all have t- tobacco, uh-huh. but I never see them... Smoking? Yeah. So, it's all so just I don't, their, like, their I don't know if, like, if what you do with a twist of tobacco... Chaw in the craw? Is just, yeah, just chew it, because that seems like it's easier. You know, you might make a cheroot. I guess, I guess you... What is a cheroot? A uh, cheroot is like a, suppository? Like a crude cigar. <laughs> yes, it's a tobacco <laughs> suppository. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's derived from chair root. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like the chair is sending roots yeah. upwards to give you a, a burst of delicious nicotine. Oh, oh, they vaped. Delicious. They, the cowboys just vaped. <laughs> just vape, it said. Just vape, vape on the range. Mm-hmm. What's a good joke? <laughs> there isn't one. Shit. <laughs> Um. Yeah, that was was gross. Yeah. Next, next riff. I'm gonna have you write just a a poker game. Okay. So that'll be. I mean, that can have some spit in it too. Yeah. I guess. If Cleanse you want. the palate. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Scrape the palate. You know. You see. I mean, there were manufactured cigars. Right. Okay. It wasn't that long ago. It was, it was like it was over a hundred years. Just barely, though. And it was like, I don't know, it was like 20 years pre-Groucho Marx. So they, they were pretty close to having cheap cigars. Um, I feel like they, I, I remember reading about like cigars in the Civil War. I mean, tobacco was a major oh, I mean, there were. cash crop in the United States for, right. you know, the first several hundred years. Lewis Carroll wrote about smoking cigars okay um pacing on the roof smoking cigars and thinking about things and i thought i'm a lot like lewis carroll except without the pedophilia so they i mean they almost definitely had cigars out on the the range but it was probably easier to just you maybe maybe you would smoke the cigar and then you would take the smoked cigar and use that and just chew the butt or use the butt that's why they call it a butt is because (laughs) the the leftover (laughs) cigar is the suppository you get it nice and Get it nice and slobbery. Yeah. Gross. Hot stuff. Gross. I, maybe I'll have you write some of these. <laughs> Such a good idea. Yeah. That's okay. We can finally fig- we can finally put cigars in KOL. You don't smoke them. You stick them in your ass. Riff, did you see that? Uh, that on Twitter, somebody said that they liked Cliff Yord, but the, they preferred Hell's Frozen Rover. Oh, that was uh, that was Jenny's actually. I asked if she had any ideas, oh. and that was her submission. That's good. Yeah, what did we end up with in those? I feel like you guys did multiple editorial passes uh, since the last time I saw them. 22 altogether is the last number I'm aware of. I, I might have deleted one because I just didn't understand it at Which all. Which one? Ice D? Oh, like Ice T, the actor. But that's not a that's dog. That's not a dog. <laughs> I know. But the D stands for dog. It's the dog version oh. of him. Oh. Oh. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fine. <clears throat> so 21. And, I changed Pizza Pizza to Frieza Frieza. Yeah, so that. Uh, although I I did appreciate the idea of just having Pizza Pizza in every yeah. racing <laughs> thing. From I now tried on. to think frozen, up an ice frozen version. pizza. What? Oh, oh yeah, frozen pizza uh, pizza. Frozen I did, pizza. You can add them in, right? You can add more. I tried uh, to think of a, an I, ice version sure? of Spartacus, so I could put two of those, but didn't if come you up put with it at the end. I think it'll be fine. Spartacus of ice. Uh, uh. <laughs> Char- Sparta Crisp. 
<laughs> that was that's a potato chip version. When we do the potato chip charter, yes. we have potato chip dog races. There was there was cold yeller and cool spot. Yeah, cold yeller yeah. and cool spot. Serious good. Uh Scoob Igloo. Yeah, Scoob Igloo turned out pretty good. So right. you know what I like best about this whole dog race thing is that I did nothing. I did nothing except <laughs> you had a you had an idea and I was like, All right, buddy, do it. Yep. You tell tell Chris Moyer how to give you the support for that. Get whatever writing you need out of Riff and that whole thing. All I did was draw a building that says dogs, dogs, dogs. <laughs> was it a? <laughs> was that meant to be like an arena? Like um, is a track? <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was like it looks vaguely it, like a takeout container. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what a dog. I mean, this is a thing where dogs are racing each other on sleds. The, but they don't really talk about being on sleds, oh, right? Don't they? Okay. I think I think they're just sled dogs racing. Riff, I feel like was was very vague. Yeah, I I I started right when I first started writing them. I thought it was just dogs running racing like a greyhound does, and it wasn't until like I was almost done. I was like, oh wait, I bet these are sled dogs. Yeah, that and, was and the I idea. just and I just went ah. <laughs> I mean, it, the the dudes, there can still be dudes on sleds riding behind them. They don't really need uh, to be mentioned. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because don't, you don't talk about the jockey in a horse race. Right. That's true. Yeah. Why they don't they the do horses sled dog free? races with one dog? That's, I'd be real slow. Yeah. Oh, a, a dog race with one dog? Maybe mm-hmm. they're just real small dudes. It's like horse jockeys. They're They're small enough that. That one dog can haul them on a sled. Dude, so the dog races don't have riders, and they are just following that, like, electronic rabbit around them. They have little monkeys riding the dogs. (laughs) Oh, that would be good. You know what's especially adorable? Those little monkeys, like, that can, like, climb on your finger like it's a tree trunk. Uh, They have those riding a little chihuahua. It's huge. It's like a. It's like a. It's like a. Like a baby Mastic. riding a full sized horse. Okay. You sort of just have to tape the baby to the horse. Did we lose Riff? I don't think so. Yeah, I'm still here. Just very quiet. Good. F writes. Great intro song. Can we get some details on the who, what, and why? Uh, well, it's it was Griffin McElroy. It was about oh right five six years ago. Uh, we advertised on Mabim Bam. Uh, and that's my brother, my brother and me. And it, they're on episode like 275 now. And that Gosh. ad was on episode 46. Bim Bam is a good podcast. Mm, yeah, it, it is. is. It's good. I wonder how much it would cost for us to sponsor an episode of uh, uh, the Magic Tavern. Because that seems like that would be exactly our user base. Uh-huh. What do they have for ads? I don't remember. Every episode has like, this episode was sponsored by blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, and I they mean, and they say a few words about it. Email them and look into it. Do it, Riff. Do it. You're Me? you're the new ad exec. You're the one that actually listens to it. I listen to it. Oh, you do. Yeah, okay. you're our you're our uh, community outreach hmm. lord. And then I, whatever Community you send me, around. I can just forward it directly to Kevin to actually get anything done about sure. it. <laughs> I think you mean hot stuff. You forget what oh, right. we're on. Nobody knows. I forget our names are different from one to the other. Well, well yours. Some of yes, mine. See, that's, it's easy for me. I just use the same one. Why can't you guys do that? Yeah, I guess I, I should know. just change my name to Jick. Yeah, I agree. Um, anyway, yeah. The, so the, it used to be that if you advertised on My Brother, My Brother, and Me, A, it did not cost very much. 
uh, B, he Griffin would write you a jingle. Wow. Uh, he stopped doing that real fast. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, they, they did that. And they, they were very kind about the game. I, they Many of them had played it years earlier and were as surprised as anyone that it was still, that it's still around. Yeah. Yeah. And then that was really, that was really a long time ago too. <clears throat> that was almost half the lifetime of the game ago. Hmm. And it was Weird. old then. Nobody cares. It's so old and nobody cares. Anyway, uh, thanks F for asking that because I would have kept forgetting because I don't think about it until I go to edit that I put that in there. And yeah, I'll probably still do that. I'll just keep doing it. Oh, more song. Get some. We'll really amortize the like hundred dollars that that cost or whatever. You used to get a lot more bang for your buck. You could uh, you could make Max it fun shows. into a uh, wave file and have it play anytime you load the game, just on a loop. A, a MIDI file. What what can you play automatically on in browsers? A wave, right? You can play a wave. A can you? a MIDI trumpet. I don't just think, plug it in. I don't think you can play MIDI files in. No, a I mean a literal browser. I mean a literal MIDI connected trumpet with a cable that plugs into your computer. Oh, and then like a bellows. Yeah, <laughs> it's a USB bellows. Yes. <laughs> Man, that's a thing that just probably does not exist at all. <laughs> There's like USB beverage warmers, like. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't there be a bellows? Well, there could be a USB beverage warmer that works by putting your beverage on top of a kiln and then a USB powered <laughs> bellows blowing into oh, the fire of the kiln. A USB pizza oven. <laughs> yep. There's a USB like little fans, mm-hmm. USB powered fans. Okay, that's kind of like a bellows. Yeah. Uh, Luxander says this question might get asked a lot, but I can't recall an answer. And then asks a real weird question that has never been asked before. Uh, the basic classes have class tattoos, which are named class 1 through class 6. Boris began its life as class 11, then Zombie was class 12, and then you skip 13, obviously, and gave Jarlsberg class 14, and Pete class 15, and then you skipped 16 and gave Ed class 17. I understand why you'd probably skip 7 to 10 to make an 11 reference for Boris. Are those numbers in any use? Actually, yes. I started using classes above 6 for the NPC accounts. Yeah. So, like, class seven is helpful bird. Yeah. Uh, I actually want to look and see what did happen with with a sixteen because I don't remember. I don't think that there was like another class. Let's see if I look at source. And if you look directly at the source, don't you go blind? Six? Huh. Wow, no, it just really does go from 15 to 17. That's super weird. I don't know why that is. Is it it odd? (laughs) Where is there... No, there's just class title. So 7 is the toot. Yeah, and there's just no 16. No, 7... Yeah, 7 is helpful bird. Uh, Oh, 8 is astral spirit. Okay. I don't know who that was for. That might... Does that, your class just change to Astral Spirit while you're in Valhalla? get set to eight. Did the tutorial NPC exist before Ascension? It might have. Not before Ascension, but before Valhalla revamp. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Okay. Inscrutable Force. That's probably the RNG. Okay. Hope Crusher. That might... That might oh, that, was, that might be both be the RNG. They're nine and ten. I don't know that that... 
I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's that's what's going on there, and I don't know what happened. With C- it's possible that C.D. Moyer just thought the next one was seventeen, and so made Ed seventeen, and then, you know, I don't think it was like a joke or anything. But there's definitely nothing in there that uses it <laughs> that I am aware of. We didn't ever, we didn't ever make an avatar path, and then me suddenly flip my shit a week before rollout that it wasn't good enough and replace it with something else. Did we? That's not a thing. I feel like we've only done that with two paths. There have only been two paths where I just had like a significant crisis of confidence, really late game, and shat something out in a huge hurry. What was the one? It was like a choose your own, roll your own ascension or something. Trying to remember what the the one we shit canned the first time. The was. first time it was uh, novelty addict. It was the one where you couldn't use a consumable right. more than once. That just was not fun. Yeah, it just got more and, and more. it was like got m- less and less fun the worse you were at the game, which yeah. is not what we want. Yep. Um, what was the recent one though? Was there another one? There was. There was another one that I just got fed up trying to figure out how to make it any fun. It wasn't. We did. We did the Shoozy replaced one of them, right? Like, CD Moyer was just like, "All right, I'm just going to give you the one where you get to pick." Right. But I don't know what we were working on before that. I don't remember. Man, I don't even remember my own prima donna hissy fits anymore. I mean, this is great radio, me sitting here trying to think of a thing. What <laughs> was the challenge? What was the challenge path that we worked on and, and couldn't, uh, I'm like, I feel like, I feel like we've gone through a couple um, of, oh, it was the one where you could only use, uh, level one through five skills. Uh, it was small. It was small as a counterpoint to big and it just sucked. We could not figure out how to make it any good. That was it. Uh, the horse party says idea for bringing back the no pants trophy for all the people who missed out on it way back when if pantsless steals pants from you in pvp you become eligible to buy the trophy (laughs) that's kind of funny except i would probably get rid of the toast thief trophy or make it work in a different way because that's the only trophy that has anything to do with pvp and i kind of feel like it's okay for that domain to not intersect (sighs) I don't actually. I think it is important to have things in PvP that draw people in that wouldn't normally well, then play PvP. Well, make ten more PvP trophies. Sure, right? I think that would be great. The Toast Thief one is really so, so easily defeated by bots. Well, and also it's so unlikely that anyone will ever get it now, now that there are more than thirty items in the game, which there weren't at the time. Sure. Um, I. I do think that before the end of the year, we should at the very least, at the very least, I want to change the requirements on the no pants trophy to spend a New Year's Eve rollover without pants on, right? So then that's just gettable. Crimbo will let you get the missing Crimbo trophies from the past. I do think that I'm going to just turn the uh, I was around for Ascension trophy into an item and give it to everybody that has the trophy. So then it's just in their display case instead? Yeah. So then every... Because there's lots of items that you could only get because you were around for a given thing. You could, give, you could also give everyone, I was around for when the Ascension Trophy was turned into was turned an Ascension into item. An Ascension item. <laughs> yeah, but as a trophy. Yeah. Yeah. Just so that we <laughs> to do it again. Yeah. That's pretty good. Um, but at that point, I think then we can just do 
I still want to just make it so we spell out for the most part how to get trophies once they've been discovered. <laughs> um, and we show people the names of ones that haven't been discovered and then just some question marks in there until, you know, 10 people have the trophy or whatever. And then we just don't charge meat for them. I mean, that's not effective as a meat sink anymore. It's just not really meat. Like, wow, if you don't charge meat for them, then you could totally buy the have zero meat trophy. <laughs> yeah, you could. Except that wasn't real. <laughs> what it's do you mean actually, that wasn't real? It's not actually in the trophy table. That was just... A, I think it is in the trophy table. I don't think that it is in the trophy table. Okay. Um, I think it's just commented out. Echo Phantom says, hey, uh, Zick, Riff, and Cot stuff. As an older player who, uh, I see what he did there. He took the first letter of our real names and put it on the rest oh. of the letters of our video game names. As an older player who took a break for a while, I wrote this in on my 11th anniversary of playing the game. Seeing everything that's changed when I came back has been super interesting. I look forward to exploring the new zones every time I've got a chance to play, and I will continue to forget about my subscription every month so the game can keep going even <laughs> if I don't have time to play. Still love the game. Keep up the good work, and I can't wait for the next Avatar path. Yeah, I've, man, people just want it. Like, they really do. And it's so nice. It's so nice that people are, like, going out of their way to reassure me about this thing that I felt kind of weird about. And by, you know, just like, yeah, that's nice. It's really, people are, like, really sweet. I mean, I, like, just, I have, I back some Patreons and I don't really care if they put something out. In yeah, yeah month. Me too. I just want I, them like, to, like, yeah. keep making things. I, I sort of prefer the Patreons that are just once a month. Yeah. It pledges these things. It is weird. I did like start off real strong. So my, my Patreons are backed at like $25 a month and then a couple at $5 a month and then a couple at like $1 a month. And it's like, eh, I don't really like this thing 25 times as much as I like this other thing, but <laughs> someday there will be a great Patreon reckoning. Probably shortly after we finally get our ass together and make a Patreon for video games hot dog. Uh, Phil says, hi, Asim. Last week you were talking about West of Loathing with regards to green lighting and Steam, and that got me to worrying. Are you going to release a non-Steam version of West of Loathing for those of us whose computers fear Steam as the devil? Yeah, I imagine we'll also sell it through the yeah. Humble widget. It'll, like, yeah, it'll, it'll be available directly from us, which will give you a Steam key if you want it. Yeah, because Humble will just do that, right? I think so. Yeah, and I then think so. Yeah. We, you know, if we can convince the GOG folks, we could sell it on their store. Like, we're not, we don't, it's not like we're beholden to Steam. Yeah. It, that's just a real easy way to sell it. And it's an easy way for us to give away copies and yeah. and stuff. And it's like, and even a, do beta testing. Yeah. It's an easy way to distribute. Like, it's just a distribution network that ev basically everybody has. I mean, I don't know what you're, you know, if your computer's goofy and can't really run it right, then that's, that's something. I don't If know all goes how... well, it'll be in the <coughs> iOS store. Yeah, that's true. We could potentially try know. to get it in the Apple App Store. Oh, maybe? yeah. I don't even... As just, yeah, I don't know how that works either. I don't either. Also, on the subject of West of Loathing, you shorten Kingdom of Loathing to KOL and pronounce it KOL, whereas I pronounce it to rhyme with... Uh, <laughs> I don't know, because there's no high ASCII in here. SK and then a uppercase a with a tilde over it and then a paragraph symbol and then mm -hmm. ll so school 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 could be anything uh do you think you would do the same thing with west of loathing it's quite a mouthful as is it's not that come on west Wool. of <laughs> Wheel. Oh, it's pronounced wheel. It's uh -huh. it's a it's the bastard child of wow and lol. 
wall. No, that's Heroes of the Storm. Oh, <laughs> uh, get it? Yes. It, yeah. Huh. Uh, Menendra says, "I just wanted to thank you for finally making an in-game Negroni. So glad that I can now drink my favorite real-life drink in-game. But why does the description say a bitter purple liqueur when Campari is red? Is this a joke? I don't understand. I think of Negronis as being purple." You also think of Negronis as being gross. Yeah, they so are. You're the, like. I think they are widely varying in quality. There are a number of uh, things that I consider delicious cocktails, like uh, the improved whiskey I, cocktail. I think is gross in the same way that a Negroni is gross. Well, so, so you're just you're just clearly wrong. <laughs> okay. Well, I, you know, I'm sure that you're good at making them. It's just not. I've never I've never made a Negroni. So I'm not trying to defend that drink. I think I've probably made a Negroni as part of advice hot dog. But yeah, I mean, Campari. Campari is pretty bitter. It is really bitter and that's fine. I did not mind uh, the the Campari spritzer thing, which was just sort of like, uh, what is it? What's the thing that's like champagne, but not uh, Prosecco? Prosecco. Yeah. Campari and Prosecco. Like that was okay. And I honestly, I kind of want to drink more Fernet Bronca, even okay. though it's like such a, it's such a like San Francisco hipster thing. Is it? Yeah. Apparently like half of the Fernet in the, that gets consumed in the world gets consumed in San Francisco. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's great. It's just like a local thing that people have. And I don't know, it's really bitter, but like sometimes I kind of want that. Yeah. Cause you like, you're like, I want coffee, but I don't want caffeine. That's true. I want coffee, but I want it to make me drunk instead of amp me up yeah you know i like decaf with some flavors if i want something sweet i want like a donut or a mountain dew or skittles or something that's like just sweet if i want you know if i want something bitter i just want something bitter like a black coffee i was gonna say like a loveless loveless relation i don't know fernet bronca yeah yeah like a like a like a scorned lover yeah uh (laughs) I like my Fernet Ronka like I like my women bitter and the high alcohol content. <laughs> sure. I really wanted to uh I want to make a bot. Oh god. That I like my blank like I like my Yeah, blank. I like my noun like I like my women <laughs> adjective and adjective. Does it have to be women though? Well, or does that does that is that the only way that the sort of like yeah, name Yeah, holds? I think that's the only way that it reads as that joke, but what I wanted to do was to, see, this is another thing where I need this imaginary text file that I think does not exist of just English word pairs so that. Oh, right, right, right. Right. So that I can two word phrases come up with two word phrases that share a common second word and that have adjectives as the first word. Yep. So then make the make the the jokes out of those, because then I think it actually has the potential to come up with something that is funny in a way that makes some kind of sense well so hmm. there are a bunch of public domain dictionaries or dictionaries that are in the yeah and so you could just we could just parse through those and just pull out everything that's got a space in it yeah it might be a bunch of just one space yeah and it might just be be a bunch of garbage but yep who knows the most common word pairs in corpuses would be good, right? That's a thing common word pairs. that you could make, right? You just make a database table of every 
subsequent set of uh, two words and if you find it again you just increment a flag and then you sort by it'd be a lot of the uh, like how markov stuff. chains build their yeah build their dictionaries yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, Hamfish says the new charter is really cool. Ha 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 ha! I'm enjoying it a lot. That ha 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 was him. Uh, I remember a while ago you just got yeah you guys discussed the possibility of adding some kind of souvenir gift shop to the Alamo Airport with a couple of little uh, extra things uh, using the various charter currency. Was that idea still on the table? Uh, yes. In fact, uh, Hot Stuff felt compelled to do basically all of the work except theming the things. Uh, but somehow I just did not have it in me before the Monday to come up with what those six new things were you you did such a good job but then also you proposed we could just save this for a tuesday update yeah and i think I it's think fine to do it happen. later this month yeah. um the the announcement oh we have a we have we have a tapatico store finally. oh yeah ah shit we should in between this and going to dinner we should make an announcement that a it is tuesday and b the tapatico store is up and I c announced it already. oh you did yeah oh it's and i tweeted about it and well it's fucking a <laughs> i just that was, i i had meant to do that as a tuesday thing and then tuesday disappeared so oh well thank you sure man this is good just i like this new era where i don't have to do anything <laughs> guys i'm going on vacation i'm really excited to see how west of loathing turns out <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, Hanfish continues, would it be available to anyone with access to the airport or only to people with all the charters or someone who's been to all the locations? I think anyone, your idea was anyone who can get to the airport yep. can get to it with the bag of foreign bribes. <coughs> yeah. That's those currencies are now tradable. And I don't know. Sort of. I mean, they're like, they're not, they're it's not, un, a they're unreliably trivial. tradable, yeah. but I mean, those things, but that would be a reason for you to go to. The gift shop, even if you didn't have even if charter. you had never had access to the, the you just, you'd get yeah. a day pass. How much did you make those things cost? They're kind of expensive, um, but they're meant to be. What I what I'm hoping is that they will be themed in such a way that they're like actually kind of interesting gift items that you might actually oh yeah give to people, and then they have this secondary. I don't know what they sell it. It's a lot of like there's like tchotchkes and there's like high end gift shop like a golf ball yeah yeah like a ceramic that, golf ball piggy bank yep there's uh <laughs> there are like high-end jewelry and liquor stores but they're stuff. all they're all like durable goods i mean there's sometimes like exotic hot sauces i guess there sure. could be you know f fart nectar <laughs> well so it's at the airport at seaside town so it could be it could be like you know little uh Little mementos of seaside town. Like a snow globe that you drink the fluid. Sure. And it's uh, spooky. <laughs> yep. I, I don't A little wind up. It's Bird Chronicle. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is why, like, I, this is kind of the hard part. Because. Yeah. <laughs> you're, yeah. You're not whistling Dixie. A Dixie whistle. <laughs> Dixie whistle, sure. Yeah. 
Uh, CJ25 says, Hi all, I've been listening to Oldish back to April 2014 podcast and was caught off guard by the idea that the adventurer is actually replaying the same events. I thought all the internal evidence was that we were reincarnating into descendants who inherit the family stash to face off against a series of naughty sorceresses and other common kingdom events, island wars, yetis, mosquito larva. The economic implications of time traveling meat are just too weird, man. Next you'll tell me the council isn't actually staffed with flunkies of the sorceress and the hermit isn't named Kermit Dermot. Still loving the game and can't wait to see more of the glaciest. Uh... I never, I don't think there was ever any insinuation that it was successive generations. Well, it says ancestral mini sorge. Yeah, but and that that implies you all have the, you always have the same dad. What do you mean? Or is the idea that because you get your the Grail diary? Do you? It's it, that that has just been passed down. It's the previous, so it technically was. There's I guess just, there's only yeah, if it one. was your grandfather's diary, and he your dad got it yeah, from him. It's now your dad's. It's now your dad's diary again. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess. Mm, mm, mm. But you also so, but there's but there's the metaphysical aspect, which is your theory that it's that the that the island is an actual thing that progresses through time but the rest of it is this weird sort of it's just loop. in a loop yeah maybe maybe you live on the island after you retire that's what after core is yeah uh, Panay says, okay, so I played some more in Vikea and I'm dying at the monster names. As a Scandinavian person, I'm curious how you came up with the elements for the names. You know, I am too. Because uh, while we were in the development of this, I was like, hey, Riff, make a uh, Viking and name an Ikea <laughs> yeah. furniture name generator. And you were like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, D-. he's like, you so, already yeah, did you, it. Yeah, you made that like, months ago. <laughs> yeah. And I just don't remember doing it i i also remembered you doing it and was like i could have sworn this was around somewhere i couldn't find it anywhere oh huh i did i did do i did the the female vikings one myself um but that what i i generated that by finding like one of those baby names websites that just had a massive list of of like old norse or nordic uh names uh women's names and Basically, I just I pasted it into two different buckets and cut all the ends off of the first bucket and all the fronts off of the second bucket, <laughs> and then yeah. and then omitted duplicates. But all of our backend tools are buckets, by the way. Yes, literally. Yeah. Uh, Marlon Shakespeare says, after the euphoria of beating a Dreadsylvania boss in hard mode, there's the inevitable anticlimax of spending 10 to 20 turns with godlike buffing and nowhere to go for a challenge. How about a zone in the mountains that has a thousand plus monster level monsters, but that's only open for 10 adventures a day? Alternatively, you could have a debuffing zone that somehow awards you for shedding effects. Oh, huh. <laughs> I mean, the sorceress rewards you for <laughs> shedding effects by letting you fight her. <laughs> You can only really do that once, though. I mean, the basement would be another option if you had already gotten as far down as you could. Yeah, I mean, a, you know, a scaling zone where stuff was actually challenging, but I don't know that it is, right? I don't know that there is anything that is, like, tuned to about the same level of <laughs> difficulty as hard mode Dreadsylvania bosses, and they are also all different right. in what makes them hard. Uh, just having more accessible high level stuff is not a terrible idea. 
Stealth Hunter says, Hi, Jake Griffin Hot Stuff. I have some questions to you regarding gameplay feeling and ambiance of KOL. What music would you listen to while playing KOL? Hmm. Playing. You it couldn't have words, could it? Oh, I wouldn't want it to. I would just listen to the Amelie soundtrack because that's what I listen to when making a lot of it. Yeah, I, I listen to a lot of random game soundtracks. I don't know what I would pick if I was listening, if I wanted something specifically for playing KOL generally. I mean, I, I pick a game soundtrack ba- based on the theme or tone of whatever I happen to be writing at the time. We have a uh, We have a theme song made by mc front a lot oh yeah and then we have like probably the band that we referenced the most was they might be giants so you could you could listen to them yeah i haven't really <clears throat> done any of that in many years listening to they might be giants or referencing referencing them? Yeah, there's a lot of... I think the density the density of specific references to things decreases over time anyway, too, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, I don't know. What, uh, what music would you guys... Oh, no, this is just the same question, worded a bunch of different ways, so never mind. Um, Deus Ex Machina says, I just got my first credit card, and the first thing I used it for was to donate to KOL. Thanks for taking my credit card virginity. I hope it was as good for you as it was for me. Oh, it was great. We're going to use some of that money to buy lunch and dinner and breakfast. We, we, we're pretty frugal. And lunch. Dinner. And then we'll skip breakfast once. And then lunch. <laughs> and then dinner. And then dinner. So, <laughs> do you consider when someone donates $10, like, that their, like, money goes into this, like, pool and sort of spreads out so, like, you're using, like, one cent of their donation and one cent of somebody else's to, like, buy something? Or is it a discrete chunk and whenever you buy something... I'm just using the individual most recent. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, that means the first few donations are just still there. Yeah, and just ever-decreasing amounts. Yeah, because it's a, like a FIFO. Right. No, FILO. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I never really thought about it. Yeah. Um, money is just an abstraction. It really is lunch money doubly so. <laughs> Uh, Pan A says, hey, it's me again, guys. Thanks for the new item of the month. It looks great. I particularly like the Ikea-inspired zone, but guys, why can I still not type Scandinavian letters in my PMs and in familiar names, etc.? Come on, guys. I need my beautiful Nordic vowels to be represented by letters. Yeah, it's just, this is a very old web app, and, like, Unicode was not widely supported, I don't think. And we just do a lot of text processing to stop stuff that has been historically screwed up about submitting high ASCII to mm. d- various different browsers that wouldn't display it and stuff. So that's why, um, you know, we need to, we have to be able to sort of strip special character codes and stuff out because we don't want you to be able to like type an arbitrary number of new lines into chat and, and stuff like that. Like there's just so much trolley bullshit that, you know, maybe would never happen now, but maybe it would. I don't know. What if we just got rid of chat? <laughs> no, I mean, what do you think that would do? I think that would be a bad scene. I think there's a lot of people for whom KOL is just their inconvenient chat client. I listen to basically every chat channel. Yeah. And 
most of the time, months go by without anyone saying it. I don't believe even a little bit of what you're saying <laughs> right now. I read every bit of chat in every chat channel. Uh-huh. And there hasn't been any chat in like six or seven years. I think your colorblindness has just <laughs> evolved to blindness. <laughs> Electric Chair J says, hey guys, I'll try to keep it short this week. I'm kind of anxious right now. I'm bouncing around waiting for the new item to drop for us lowly non-subscribers. I know it would just complicate things, but have you thought about offering prepay subscriptions? I usually pick up a handful at a time. What if we could get Mr. A's the old-fashioned way and just hand him in six or a dozen at a time for limited subscriptions? Just a thought. Make a fart burger out of ham, J. <laughs> uh, uh, how would... Th- <coughs> I see. So... They want to turn you basically Mr. just A's. want to charge up a subscription using Mr. A's instead yeah. of recurring costs. I don't think that I want that would require some additional infrastructure on the back end. Yep. Right. And I don't really want to do that. I don't think. I mean, the point of subscriptions is to have a kind of a consistent layer of rev. I mean, I don't know that that's the point of it. It's a thing that I like about it. It's, you know, we did it because people wanted us to. I like it because it means a consistent amount of money at a baseline, even in a month when the item of the month might otherwise underperform. And that makes that kind of unpredictable. Hmm. And it also makes item dupes turn into infinite future money. Are we gonna do the thing that you've been talking about the little bonus yeah item thing yeah and i want to and you wanted to announce it i want to announce it like a couple weeks before the beginning of december and leave the announcement up but that's kind of that's kind of now ish oh yeah no it's i mean it's like 10 days from now um but yeah what what i want to do is uh have just a little thing that any active subscription in december january or february uh, when it is delivered, there's just a little bonus item that you'll get. And it'll be the same item every month and it'll be tradable. So it's not like there's going to be a separate special item of the month that you can only get that way. But just a little like thank you for subscribing and just a way to promote that feature. And maybe some people will come back for Crimbo and subscribe and then forget that they subscribed and we'll just keep taking their money forever. Yay. Oh, they could they could also die. And then uh, because they subscribed, we're just uh, automatically... Their beneficiaries. Oh, the everything. Yeah, we get it. We get it all. Yeah, that's what happens, right? When you die, whatever the last thing you spent money on just gets all your money. Yeah. Okay. Um, that sucks for a lot of people. Like, I mean, it's great for a lot of. I don't know. What it's are really you, great for like a McDonald's, probably. Or, well, hospitals, right? Like, no, yeah, that's they don't tend to charge you. Yeah, they don't like swipe your left. card like on the way into the OR. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joy says, last show you mentioned using a stock photo of a woman eating salad. Instead, how about have players submit photos and the one you use reward the winner with some Uncle Bucks? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know that I want to solicit a bunch of pictures of a bunch of KOL players eating salad. You think that would just uh, go go wrong? Oh, I think it would be too funny. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> Captain Spam says, I was poking around the Topatico store a few days ago and I noticed there's now a nifty Kingdom of Loathing section in it, but it hasn't been announced in the game proper yet, nor does the store link reference it at all. Is it just not ready to go and they opened it early? Oh, uh, yeah, the store link. I the store just, link. Wow. Well, yeah. should just do that. We still need the store of loathing for some things. <coughs> no, we don't. We do. We, we, sell, we sell virtual goods there. Oh, right, right, right. Comics. The, yeah, the digital comics. Yep. I forgot about that. 
Uh, right, because those just get delivered automatically, yep. and our that was pretty sweet. Um, yeah, it just wasn't. It was a soft launch, I guess. I mean, it's just it's went up, but there, not all the stuff was there, and like a lot of the stuff that we mailed them got lost in not the a, mail. Not a lot, just well, some. <laughs> A chunk of it. I mean, yeah. one whole kind of die cut sticker. Yeah. Just the entire stock just disappeared. Yeah. I am. This whole thing has been pretty half ass from their end. I think. I mean, from both of like, because we contacted them and then everybody got busy. There was like, there was definitely a month where it was my turn to, to like email back and yeah. didn't happen. And then. I don't know. I had this idea of them <laughs> as being really on the ball and that's why everybody uses them, but maybe they're just not. I think they're, they're, they're good. Like, you know, they take care of everything. We just don't have to worry about it. Well, we'll right? See. Like, it's just, it's frustrating to have that problem where, and this is just true of so many people. If you send them an email with three questions in it, they will answer the first one and that's it. Yeah. Or if you send them an email with three facts in it, they will reply asking you the answer to the second question. And then you just have to say it again. You just have to send an email with just one sentence in it because that's all anyone will ever read. That is that is frustrating. Although you do, like, when you go to court later, you can be like, but your honor, I already replied to this. Because that's uh, yeah. e- email court. <laughs> Uh, Penne says, hi, Jacob and Hot Stuff. Today I send in my PhD dissertation to be printed. Woo! Now I will have a lot more time to waste. What do you suggest I waste it on? Ah, uh, who am I kidding? I have kids. I'm not going to get to waste much time anyway. Colon P. Uh. Yeah, I was going to say uh, video games. Or you could have some more kids. I mean, that's, one kid is worth three PhD. I mean, that's the career arc, right? Get your PhD and then have some kids. Right. So that you will never be able to get a job in academia. Yep. Because of sexism. Don't do that. Well, you already did. Shit. Hmm. Uh, seems like what Pan A did was play a lot of KOL, talk about Viking names. Yep. And like Vikia. Yep. That seems pretty good. Spend all of your time making multis and adventuring in Vikia. You're going to have to buy several hundred copies of the item of the month. <laughs> <laughs> Gopto says, there are take one and take infinity options in the inventory management page, but could we also get a top off option next to items currently listed in our stores? A button that would let us add the rest of an item from our inventory without having to jump over to the inventory page or use the drop down scroller at the top of the screen. Or not. I know you guys have used, have many other greatly pressing things you do to improve the game. Thanks. P.S. Can I hear a Thanksgiving name? Let's see. Gopto. What, what was the Gopto? Yeah. Gobble, Gopto's gobble, progress. Gopto. Yeah. Uh, Gobto gobble. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, uh, yam man. Uh, <laughs> Gobto. Tell the wicked says hot stuff. When you were at MIT, <laughs> did you ever attend lectures by professor Walter Lewin Levin? L E W I N. I don't How do you I pronounce don't... that? Is that Levin? L E W I N. Yeah. Lewin. Lewin. Yeah. I don't think so. I'm trying to remember what he taught. Uh, was it like, <clears throat> was he the computer science guy? MIT cuts ties with Walter Lewin after online harassment. Yeah, I don't remember taking classes with him. Hmm. That was last year. Uh, I took about like half of my classes at Harvard. So Oh, did you? 
that was one of, oh, that was actually uh, one of the reasons I was excited to go to MIT because you can just cross register at Harvard and Wellesley without any hassle. Which one is Wellesley? Is that Velma? Uh, that's none of them. I don't think. <laughs> just every school in Massachusetts is one it of is one of the Scoob is gang? one of the Scoob gang. Who? What is MIT? Uh, Scrappy Doo. Okay. Robot. Do you remember Robot? Sure. <laughs> MIT is <laughs> MIT is the van with the sort okay. of kit AI in it. Sure, sure. Um, the van was actually solving all the crimes. None of them knew how to drive. <laughs> the van was locating the crimes, and getting them there, and then yeah, and then so and then just yeah, like putting <clears> them because you'd always see it. The van would pull up right where they needed to be. Right. It's true. Deus Ex Machina says, what kind of candy did you give out on Halloween? Note, we will judge you based on your answer. I gave out no candy. Yeah. No. Nope. We well, that's a- not true. We uh, we invited some people over and you gave out eyeball gum. Oh, yeah. Those were some things that my girlfriend had bought to make spooky food and cocktails out of. So there were like oh, gummy monsters for the brownies. There were the eyeballs in drinks. Yeah, but mm. then they weren't eyeballs. Yeah. They, like yeah. they were... The, they were gummy eyeballs that were really, <coughs> she was really sold a bill of goods there uh, because they were just white gumballs white spheres. In, in plastic wrap with eyeballs printed oh, on we, the plastic wrap. Yeah. Yeah. It was really disappointing. Was, yeah. Like, because they looked really cool until you realize, oh, yeah. Just, uh, yeah. How did they print that so crisply on gum? Oh, they didn't. <laughs> that would have been good to have like gum eyeballs floating in cocktails, though. Yep. Yeah. That would have been really good. I appreciate the I appreciate the idea a lot. Uh, and then there were gummy rings with like skulls and spiders on them. Really looked a lot like cock rings. Yeah, <laughs> like also that like the like the things that the, trying to put gummy stuff on still warm brownies. Yeah, it all melted, so it just became blobs. I mean, blob is a kind of monster. It's good. It. I tried to eat one with. I tried to eat. Like it was hard to cut through, and then I tried to actually just eat <clears throat> a brownie with a blob on it, and it was really hard to eat. Oh, did it like did the the gummy like was toughen up? Yeah, as a result of being melted. Wow, it was tough. that has given me the idea to just oh. bake all of my gummies before I eat them because there's nothing I like more than just a tooth rippingly tough thing to eat. So you kind of like food that's just gone stale. <laughs> Yeah. Like angel food cake. Mm-hmm. That's like a couple days old. Yeah, that's good. You know something that I really like to do? Uh, <laughs> if I'm chewing gum, I like to also put an ice cube in my mouth and then oh. get the gum really, really, really cold and then chew it because it's hard to chew. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like a stale jawbreaker. Uh, you know, I don't like stale bread. I don't really like bread. Hey, how are you, says Disc Death. Considering how much Jick loves Spookloween, why is there no option to turn our Halloweener dog into a Spookloweener dog? It was going to be the Spookloweener dog, but then we thought that was just sort of one joke too far. Yeah. I invited some people over for Spookloween, and they were like, is that October 31st? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yes. I, whenever I invited <clears throat> anyone, I said, do you want to come to our Spookloween party? Spookloween is my spooky Spookloween name for Halloween. Nice. They embraced it. <clears throat> good. Yeah. Good. It was a pretty good party. And then we went out on the town and mm-hmm. I was, it was pretty funny. Uh, I was a wizard and not Gandalf. 
but uh, and I'm saying that like to Gandalf. people at the party all night. Oh, you're Gandalf. Nope, I'm just a wizard. And then as we were walking the six or seven blocks down to Doc's clock cocktail time, the premier San Francisco spookloween destination, really the premier San Francisco destination. Nothing beats Doc's clock cocktail time. Don't you agree, Hot Stuff? Uh-huh. <laughs> hot Stuff, why don't you like Doc's clock cocktail time? It just it's the name is really good and the bar is really just yeah, it's a really a really just they have shuffleboard just which serviceable is cool. bar yeah uh yeah anyway everybody was like gandalf 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 and the people with me were like oh is that making you super mad are you just fuming because you're not actually gandalf <laughs> and i was like no i you know i'm just, I'm just gandalf, gandalf now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'm a gandalf you didn't even have uh a gandalf staff you had like a I had a, a staff with a glowing wizard skull staff. on it. Yeah, I made it. I made my own glowing spooky wizard skull. Is it still staff. glowing? No, I disconnected uh, those LEDs from the batteries. Made some, you know, those throwies, the little LED thing, LED vandalism devices. <laughs> uh, I used the spec for those. Uh, let's see. Doovy says, could it be possible to place Thwait Gold insect statues in your trophy case? No, they go in your display case. Oh, huh. Trophies are not actual objects. <clears throat> They're just ideas of objects. You go to the trophy hut They're, and they sell you... They're the dreams of objects. Yeah. Uh, the short says, hey, Jekyll and Hot Stuff, have you considered doing a podcast clinic? For example, explaining to your listeners what makes for a good radio question or comment. What sort of questions do you find enjoyable? Or perhaps more importantly, what questions make the podcast more enjoyable to the listener? Boy, that I have no idea. I don't know what <laughs> <Yeah>. things... <laughs> I mean, sometimes somebody will ask something that strikes me that, like, oh, this would be a fun thing for people to know. Right. Um, so, like, <clears throat> asking something that, like, reveals some interesting fact or process about how we make things. But the best questions are the ones that just sort of lead us down a tangential road, and you can kind of never know in advance what those are going to be. I do enjoy, lately, like, prioritizing some questions that you don't really have to be, like, balls deep in the way the game works to understand. Uh, so right. More accessible? More accessible, just more general interest kinds of things that are, you know, not just like, oh, what'd you guys have for lunch or whatever. I mean, which is, all, that's also fine. Um, but... Just not, like, don't, like, a hundred people say, what'd you guys have for lunch? Um, also, has your technology or technique at podcasting improved over the past years, contributing to the improving quality of the show? Have you learned from others? Or has the show gotten better simply because you're more awesome now than years prior? We, we have absolutely gotten better at the technical side of it. Um, Originally, when we were doing the Shoutcast radio show, we were just on, like, computer headset mics. It was garbage yeah and then we got some better mics and a mixing board like those little they were still little headset mics but they were actual xlr or like mini xlr yeah. mics and a and a kind of like a hundred dollar mixer yeah and that helps by that lot. company that pro audio <laughs> people always make fun of you for buying something by. but we were that, still recording directly into a computer's sound card sound in yeah. yeah like learning to use an external like basically everything that i know that made all of this stuff better over the years. I learned from, from Damien MC front a lot, uh, because he just spends a lot of time messing with pro audio equipment. You need an input other than just a eighth inch Jack into a 
mic jack on a sound card because those are never any good. Like, they just don't make one of those that is any good. You need a USB, like an external USB sound device if you're going to record it into a computer. We now just record it into this big, nice mixing board in the Thumbs studio, but we had various other nicer yeah, our, well, because we don't always do that. So often what we'll do now and like, <clears throat> like Riff is not doing that. R- like we have um, a Zoom. Yeah, like we bought a Zoom audio recorder. And then those have XLR slots. The new the new ones have just four onboard XLR slots, which is just awesome. Which just lets you plug like plug <clears throat> like a normal, like the kind of mic that they use for everything that uses microphones. Yeah. And then we, you know, you, you don't have to have super nice microphones, but but. Spend a little bit of money on some microphones and then get like a pop filter and yeah. And also Damien teaching me about uh, dynamic compression yeah. was huge in terms of making it sound good. And then recently, like learning how to do noise reduction stuff, like that's a thing that I feel like I didn't start doing until the last like year or so. Yeah. And that makes a huge difference too, because especially a noisy environment, once you add dynamic compression, it really exacerbates the noise. Hmm. Like, because it's the parts of the room noise that are in vocal range get made a lot louder. Um, anyway, since I've been testing out introducing people to KOL by the podcast first, so that's partly why I'm curious about the all the podcast uh-huh. sausage making. Going for the, if these are the creators of the game, then the game must be awesome angle. Personally, I find the game very endearing when thinking that of the three dedicated goofballs principally responsible <laughs> for it. So hopefully that rubs off on new listeners, even if they're unfamiliar with the game. The short. Uh, well, thank you. That's an interesting avenue. I'm curious whether somebody who's completely foreign to the game and listens to us talk about it would be enticed to play the game or be like yeah i really don't know who are these idiots why would i want to be involved in anything they have to do with uh let's see sorry i'm clearing my throat into the mic no it's okay it's you're like me today yeah i need some some liquid i could stop Rainbow Sparkle says, when I have multiple avatar changing effects active, how does the game choose which one to display? And does everyone see the same one? Me, others viewing my profile, my PvP enemies? Everyone does see the same one because everyone who looks at you is just seeing the output of of get player, which is the code that generates the player object based on the data that's in the database. I am guessing there are a bunch of things, there are a bunch of old avatar changing items and effects that are just a hard-coded list in get player because we didn't have the enchantment that changes your avatar before. So in that case, if you had multiples of those, whichever one was the last one in the code. All right. Another little, uh, another little recording glitch. That's getting problematic. Um, the first one in the KOL show. I think it didn't. It happened in the hot dog. Yeah, it happened in video games hot dog, but also the thumbs guys said it's been happening to them when they're recording. I wonder if it's like some memory problem. I, I think want, I'm curious if it happens again at the same timestamp on the yeah. next show. Um, as far as the effects, it's probably the order in which the effects are being parsed. And that's probably the order in which you got the effects. It's not just so some sort of the random. most recent one that you got probably is later in your list of effects in memory. So it will get parsed last. Um, but yeah, I don't know. You know, if you had multiple avatar things, 
on we could just start saving that as an array instead of just a string that was the GIF. And then if the array has more than one element in it, it just randomly picks one every time somebody looks at you. That's that'd be a way to do it. Windracer says, saw this XKCD cartoon about Git and thought of Jick. Yeah, a lot of people. Uh, yep. A lot of people <laughs> sent that. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> ah, pardon me. Panay says, P.S. Uh, oh, thank you for the music suggestions from the last show. Listening to Suzanne Vega right now and loving it. I had only heard the diner song before. My new favorite is Gypsy. Well, I haven't heard mm. that one. So. Uh, and Panay, the, the P.S. was from this. Can I have a spooky Halloween name, please? Uh, Panic. What was the name? Panic. P-A-N-N-E. Yeah. Uh, uh pa- Panic. Brain pan. <laughs> you pan- so just panic. Yours was just sure. mine, but in a more boring voice. Oh, is that what you said? <laughs> okay. Voice. I misheard yeah. you. Uh, <laughs> um. Panicist. Uh, um. um. Pan murderer, which is like an axe murderer, except with an iron frying pan. Okay. Satane. Oh, that's good. Yeah. P.S. Which is more spooky? <laughs> spooky. A bat with rabies or a ghost? I think a bat with rabies because they're real and can mm. give you rabies. And then you die like the most, one of the most miserable sounding deaths I've ever heard described. What about the ghost of a bat with rabies with ghost rabies? Ooh man! I don't, yeah, I don't think we have a cure for ghost rabies. They're ectoplasming at the mouth. Deus Ex Machina says, "Kind of random, but the thing where sometimes you get a banana from one of the barrel gods' barrels is that a reference to Donkey Kong?" I <laughs> maybe. I just the, there was fruit in there, and I thought that that would be a way to introduce bananas and re-up their uh their their Incidents. standard restriction date. So, yeah. <clears throat> Doobie says, would it be possible to link the contacts list under the community tab to see which of your KOL playing friends are online? And you can already do that in the chat by just typing slash friends. Um, do they, but that's only if they're on in chat? No, it shows if they're online. Oh. Um, I think. I don't know. Huh. That's a good question. Yeah, that wouldn't be a bad thing to have in community, I guess. Because they're your community. Uh, you guys want to get some food? Yes. I think I do, too. Let's do it, man. Okay. Uh, guys, I've had a fantastic time recording this episode of the Kingdom of Loathing podcast with you, and I hope we do it again real soon with fewer technical fuck-ups. And listeners, I hope you'll join us also with fewer technical fuck-ups. And until you do, make a hamburger out of farts. Good night, everybody. Have a great technically fucked-up free week. <laughs>